Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The After Show. This is part two of our special show with our guest, Kelly Ocoin. Enjoy. And, and, I, and I just want to say that a second nominee for the title of the show is, is Better with a Healthy Nurkic, um, which we, <laughs> we may have to go with that one. Um, but then you also, as, as I tweeted to you guys, then it's also, uh, it, it's, it's also a dirty, possible dirty title. It is a possible. I was, was going to ask if that's a euphemism. Yeah. D- dirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A dirty euphemism. Um, yeah. It, I was going to ask if you're flirting with me, but whatever. <laughs> it's too late. Too late for that now. Um, in terms of, you know, and as someone who is a an East Coast basketball fan and, and not familiar with, with the Blazers, but 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 obviously the, the passion that Yes, you are, whether you know it or not. All right, fine, I'll admit it. <laughs> uh, but but Kelly A, tell us a little bit about how how this year's um you know, sort of different and new relationship between you and the team or yeah. in or or in the the organization, the ball club. How did that How did that develop? And, That's and, totally and, my next question. <laughs> right, so we're, yes. we're all we're all going that way. What what what's the deal? So that. Well, well, um, just first of all, I'll say uh, in terms of the uh, time difference, uh, Blazer games start around ten thirty. So I'd say I watch live about thirty percent of the games. <laughs> Uh, and I tape them and watch them in the morning about 70% of the time. I do watch nearly 100% of the games. This last season, because of the shoot schedule, was crazy. Yeah. Uh, probably more like 80%. But um, I love it if I can watch live because I do like to to live tweet. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not your question, though. Um, I... <laughs> Uh, I tweet about the Blazers a lot, and there are some people on, uh, involved in Blaz- Blazer broadcasting who I guess are fans of particularly Billions, which is a show I'm okay. on, on Showtime. And so I noticed I, it was a thrill when the Blazers followed me and Blazers PR followed me and a couple <laughs> people involved. And I was like... <gasps> This is the greatest thing. I was like, Carolyn, my wife. I was like, Carolyn, look. Oh, my God, the Blazers follow me. And she's like, I, I don't. That's great. That's <laughs> what does that even mean? Those words yeah, don't go together up. in English. <laughs> no, that Are happens at my house, gonna... too. The Trailblazers <laughs> like my tweet. Oh, okay. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and that's the proper answer. So, But anyway, I, I still, and I, I love talking to people who, who actually understand that that would be an amazing thing. So a friend of mine from New Jersey is uh, a sportscaster, and he got a job about seven or eight years ago uh, as a um, sports anchor, the lead sports anchor out in Portland. And he called me up, I remember, and was like, all right, you, I've just been offered this job. I know you always talk about how great Portland is, but I talk about how great my little town in New Jersey is, and it sucks. <laughs> so. Is are you is this are you full of shit or is it good? And I was like, <laughs> crazy, you'll love it. And so he took the job and he loves it. And he got married and he's having a child and it's, it, that's wonderful. So he owes me big time. <laughs> he apparently talks me up to the <laughs> Blazer brass all the time, and he's like, you don't understand. He tweets about the Blazers, loves the Blazers. He's a fanatic. Um, hey, did you notice his tweet? He's saying he's at the Nets game and whatever. And so this last year. Um, I watched, I was at the, uh, Madison square garden and Barclays center, Berkeley center, Barclays center, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, the nets 
And um, I tweeted about it, and I got a tweet from Dan Hyatt, who is uh, one of the, the mucky mucks at Blazer Broadcasting, and he said, yes. can I send the sideline reporter over and maybe interview you? And I was <laughs> like, duh. Can you? Um, <laughs> can you? Can I pay you to not? Are you kidding? I've been trying to flag him down for the last 20 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. And so, hey, hey, do you know who I am? Yeah. yeah. And so Brooke Olsadam came up and said hi. And she's like, did the next break come down here? And the the ushers tried to stop me. And I was like, you're not fucking stopping me. <laughs> Since do you my know who I am? What happened to me? Yeah, no. Or do you know? Who, yeah, whatever. And they didn't know who I was. Which <laughs> um, Isn't that the worst? It is. Well, but I expect it. Um, so, and I got interviewed on the sideline and it was, it was the most incredible thing. And I have friends from Portland who watched the game were like, what? That's insane. <laughs> and so then I was tweeting about the fact that my dad, my dad and I, my dad lives in Montana. I live in uh, Brooklyn. We never see each other. We're 2000 miles apart. So once a year, we either go fishing, fly fishing and camping, or we see a blazer game. And um, this year we were going to do it, and I tweeted about it. And one of the guys, Stan Hyde again, actually said, "Hey, I hear you're coming out. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we do? Would you do this promo for the playoffs?" And he sent me the script, and I was like, "No, that's amazing, but oh understand that I'm not actually famous. Like, <laughs> I, I maybe." I maybe again. Me. Do you know who I am? No, like really? Like, uh, do you know who I am with a with a the, sort of self deprecating like, kind of the other way real. around? Like, the inverse. Like, yeah. Do you know who I'm you, not? You, you actually know, who, know who, yeah. who I am. Yeah. And and he, he, I, I was like, you don't. I, I would kill to do this. Like literally, kill several small animals to to do this. <laughs> not literally, figuratively. You know, literally. Um. And and he said, no, we won't. We won't be like. It's like you can't say this is kelly o'coin blah 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 saying this because no one knows who i am um but i <laughs> and he was like no we'll just well, you'll just be rabid fan you'll just be a rabid fan you'll just be doing this to help us out and i said absolutely so i did one that first trip i was uh i was coming yeah. out to, and they, uh, whatever long story short i was supposed to be out there with my dad flight got canceled so i could only be out there for 36 hours and my dad canceled because he was like well that's not a father-son trip let's try for two weeks later and but i still went because i was like well, of course i'm going to do this this promo of course. yeah and like write it off now because it's, it's promo and it is <laughs> irs people listening it totally it, is it's a real thing it's a real thing a real it was, real thing real true well, thing and, it was and funny so, because my dad was here and we were watching the playoffs because my dad was visiting. And so we were sitting there and you came on the TV and I'm like, cause you hadn't really said anything about it. And it's not like they linked to the video ahead of time or anything. So like we got pizza and we're watching the game, like as it should be. That's like why I watch the Blazers is because of my dad. So anytime I get a chance in person or on television to watch a Blazer game with my dad, he doesn't get to watch as many as we do for a bunch of reasons I will get into at another time. But we're like watching the game and you come on. I'm like, I know him. <laughs> my dad's like, what? And I'm like, I know that guy. He's on, he's on TV show. He's on a couple of TV shows that I don't think you watch because you don't get showtime. I know you don't get showtime. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, da, da, da. And like, I know him because I, and then I think that's when it stopped being a language that my dad understood. Cause I'm like, yeah, I do this podcast <laughs> with my friend and my friend knows him. And so he and I have been talking about the Blazers on Twitter for like two years. Is your dad over 70? 
Yes. Yeah, so that he had no idea it what you were talking didn't about. It didn't make any sense. No, he didn't have a clue. He he only has the vaguest notion of what uh, of what my job actually is the rest <laughs> of the time. Anyway, he's about the same age as your dad, I think. Okay. like I, My dad, I think, is 75 now. Yeah, my dad... Uh, mm, my dad's like seventy four. Yeah, so they're, they're very similar. This year. Yeah. similar generation. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so you taped. So you went out. You taped the thing. I taped that. I came back, and then my dad and I actually were able to figure out the next trip. And yeah, when I talked to Dan. It was like, if you can come out again, we'll do a second one because a second teaser. And I was like, fantastic. And so again, <laughs> it was like I could afford to do these trips because it's all. It's promo. It really and it really is. I mean, I I, I keep having yeah. this. I, I keep feeling like I have to say to everybody I tell this to. No, it really is. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Like it was, and it was so much fun. And they wrote great scripts, and they let me sort of vibe with it and like edit a little bit, so it sounded more like me, natural coming out of my mouth. And uh, it was awesome. It I love awesome. That. And so much fun. And and yet there was one website, my favorite Blazer website, Blazer's Edge, where there were some people on there talking about it, and they were like, oh, "Kelly O'Coin, Kelly Vicodin," and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty good, actually." So I can't begrudge you, but uh, it's a little clever. But at the same time, oh come on, like whatever. Painless. Um, Maybe I, uh, if we get in the playoffs next season, Kelly, you need a sidekick. <laughs> I feel like there should be Kelly and Kelly. It should be all the Kellys. Uh, uh, I, all my, Kelly are you hearing a new Blazer podcast start right now? Because I kind of am. Like, Kelly's I, on Blazers. Here we I go. I have to tell you, I've already incorporated. I've been on the, the domain is The domain is registered. <laughs> I, I, I will say that when I was talking, when I, I you, you were, this was last weekend, I guess it was last weekend, I saw Carolyn um, and uh, Kelly's wife. And and I think you were that was at the point you were actually still in Portland. And she said, um, "Did you see the part of the promo promo where he he took the microphone and went Rip City uh, doing doing <laughs> Damian, Damian Lillard?" Doing yeah, Damian like, Lillard. Yeah. I said, "Yeah, that was great." And she said, "Yeah, that was he he put that in the script." I was like, "Good for <laughs> him." True. That's awesome. <laughs> it's true. They took a bunch of my and the the five slamma jamma see ya <laughs> thing they they took and whatever. And actually, there was a thing about like um, the, the the special moments in Blazer history, and I pu- I put in the stuff about uh, B-Roy Dallas fourth quarter. Yes, like they took that too. But the thing that was great about that is that that he was like, "This is my script. Anything you think of, just because it all happened within like three days." You know, yeah. he wrote it and said, "This is the base. Wow. Go off of it." Do anything you want, and we'll riff. And he even threw lines at me when we were uh, when we were doing it in the moment, and they were great. Um, it's amazing. I, I I love the fact that I, whatever I just I love it. It was great, and you know they could have taken the most famous Portland area Oregon Blazer fan actor that I know is Ty Burrell. Yes, and he's from he's Modern a guy I, from Modern Family, and he's brilliant. And I actually knew him at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Um, he was uh, a student at um, um, at OSU at the time, mm-hmm. and we bartended together. We played basketball together. The sweetest guy in the world, literally. He and his brother are like insanely nice and sweet and whatever. That's awesome. And he and I, we didn't maintain a friendship or a connection. And I realized he was in New York, and at a certain point, he was already huge. And yeah. we've run into each other a couple times, and I was like. I just I love that 
an Oregon boy has has made it like you have. I just feel lucky that he wasn't tweeting about the Blazers as much as I was. <laughs> no way they would have picked me over Ty fucking Burrell. <laughs> like I am Mr. Blazer with a, all small letters uh, oh, right now. That's awesome. You know, and sometimes Ty Burrell says, "I want this. I, I let me do it." And I, I would be like, "No, take him because he's high." <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what what you think. Who you think is better? You do. You want that guy. Yeah. Uh, that is that well, and sometimes that's just the way fortune works out. That you know the yeah. the a the a guy the a list guy is uh, not doesn't have the time, and that that actually brings us. We're I mean we're we we don't have a, a whole lot of time left, but there's a couple things I want to make sure we talked about. Because you can well, we're going to have you back. I mean, you, just because you're the first guest doesn't um, mean you have yeah. to be the last guest. Um, no. But 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 two things I wanted to mention. One is that um, you have as your your public uh, persona or your public people's awareness of you because of these high profile roles on, on billions and, and the Americans as the, as your public face has grown, you've really taken to Twitter as a way to, to interact with fans and, and with, and with the, the fans of the shows. And, right. and was, was that conscious? Did, did somebody at, at, at A&E say, or A and E, sorry, um, <laughs> FX A and E. Really, you're like on, you're like on. Donald I'll do Italian. an A and E show. Yeah. A and E, yeah. if you're out there, I'll do a show. Um, but what what was what what was the thought process there? Is it is it was just it just felt organic, or was it something that you consciously made a made a choice to do? I I love it. I I have a great time doing it. Um, so I I I definitely was aware that. Um, that nowadays actors and entertainers have to be involved uh, in social on social media, and one of the one of the the best ways to do it is on Twitter still and Instagram. I'd say mm-hmm. Facebook not quite as much, but um, I, I that's an interesting question. I'm trying to remember the genesis of it. I, I remember early on, I think it was FX asked me to live tweet. Um, and I, think, I honestly think it was because no one else was available that week. <laughs> and, uh, and they had asked uh, Holly Taylor, who plays Paige, the character I most often interact with, to live tweet. And I thought it would be fun to have the two of us, Pastor Tim and, and uh That's and adorable. Paige. Yeah. That's awesome. And we did. And I just was like, this is great. Because the, the comedy I love most and the comedy I grew up with, with my friends, is is the, the sort of witty kind of... Um, and not, I'm not saying I'm funny. Uh, a lot of times I'm not, but the kind of stuff I appreciate and attempt mm-hmm. is usually sort of the the, the quick one-liner, um, mm-hmm. uh, witty stuff based on lines that people give. And so it's a great way to react to what you're seeing on TV. Yeah. Um, and so and 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 all of a sudden people were responding to it, and I was like, well, that's fun, and. Um, so it just grew from there, actually. And Billions with Dollar Bill being so different that I played off the differences in the two characters. And, and I got to say, the, the, the audience that tweets and that live tweets and that seems to care about the tweets for both of those shows are fantastic. And they're yeah. so much fun. So I yeah. actually I go on to entertain myself. And I respond to somebody or try to provoke somebody and then they they respond or they slam me or they whatever and it's like that's hysterical and for <laughs> years everybody wanted pastor tim dead and because i was responding to oh it God. and not shying from it 
they all I think a lot of people thought that was kind of funny. And, and it, yeah, and I don't know. It was it was well, it just sort of held itself. It's also I mean, you're you're coming at for for the live tweeting, at least you're coming at it weeks or months after you actually shot the yeah. the scenes. Right. So so in some ways, it's a little fresh for you as well. Yeah. Um, and you can you can experience it along with the audience, which is kind of neat. Yeah, and we I, and I get to relive some of the fun scenes. I remember the first season of Billions. There was this scene that everybody seemed to love uh, with this sort of fake fight between my character and uh, Demi Lewis's character, mm-hmm. and everybody wanted to know how was that to shoot and variations on the same question. And I I was like, well, I had actually lost my voice three days before, <laughs> and so I sounded like. I sounded like this malevolent frog. (laughs) For some reason, when I yelled, it was okay, and like that seemed to people find seemed to find interesting. The uh, the fun fact. Well, it's like getting the director's commentary kind of thing. You know, like that's the reason I like DVDs is the commentary track. Like I want to hear about stuff like you know I got. I was really sick or, you know, the story about um, Harrison Ford stapling his hat on his head, you know, or or why did he shoot that guy? Because he had the flu, you know, so we ended up with like an iconic scene on accident, like, you know, bam, I'll be in my trailer. And they'd rehearse the scene. And then in subsequent uh, uh, movies, they shot something along the lines of what he was going to do. Right. Um, And so like, I love that stuff and getting it live during the show like that just for me that stuff is always more fun. Like, um, I remember in the olden days, um, doing that with lost and being, and one of the things that I like about that was being able to share lot to share the show live as it was happening live, share that with people, um, who were not necessarily here. So it was just another sort of experience that you could have with other people who weren't necessarily like, in the house with you watching, you know, as you watch the same show, you're sort of all watching the same right. show, but like, oh, did you see that thing where that person walked by in the background and we saw them from the other show, da, 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 you know, and like being able to do that live in live air quotes, you know, was right. super, super fun. And that's one of the things that I like about Twitter is that opportunity for feedback. So like when, so the reason we're recording this this afternoon is because you've <laughs> plans tonight, <laughs> yes. um, which I, or tomorrow night, which I think is, is awesome. And cause right. you were like, no, I can't, I have to live tweet. And I'm like, <laughs> respect, I guess we'll do this at lunchtime. I got no. So, and I love the fact that you guys are able to do it. And, and, and actually the interesting thing was for me, I used to live tweet and then I wasn't able to watch the show. Like, okay. F- so <laughs> the Americans, I joined late season two, it was already yeah. my favorite show on TV wow. and I was live tweeting and I was like, but yeah, which was walking into That's, that position. Oh, I was, man. I was so nervous just because I'm like, I so want. You don't want to <laughs> desperately want to be a part of a yeah. show you're watching. you got to be right. a little cool. And I did. So I got lucky, yeah, because I was so not cool. Um, but I, I contacted uh, FX um, uh, PR, and I was like, so I know you give the, like, for, for, for uh, press, you, um, you, you allow people to re- see these things ahead of time. Can you do that for me? Because... <laughs> I want to actually be able to a live tweet, but I don't want to. I, I want to have watched the show just straight through once, yeah, yeah, without having. Because now, like when Oleg is walk, I don't know. However many of you watch the Americans, it's a fucking brilliant show. It really is. Yeah, it really it's a is great, great show. And uh, Costa Ronan, who plays Oleg, is genius, and he can do so much with no dialogue. It's incredible. But he's got all these scenes where he's wandering around Moscow, and those are the scenes where I tweet. So I miss everything <laughs> he does. Um, 
but not anymore because I watched the shows ahead of time. You've seen it ahead of time. Um, I, I think I think it's a fantastic way to 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 interact with the with the audience and and like Kelly like like you both Kelly said it's a, it's a DVD commentary live, um, right. and and something we didn't we didn't really get to experience you know growing up watching TV now like being able to follow the writers room and follow the producers yeah. and and oh, the costume it's so designer it's all it's all the stuff so we're we're running long so we're going to do two okay. two right. last things one is we're going to get a, a a recommendation from everybody of something cool that they think people should check out we'll get to that in a second but the thing i have to ask and that we've been holding all show pastor tim is he going to make it through to the end of the series? <laughs> yes or no? Uh, you can't. No, you can't. You can't say. You can't say. What can I tell you? Yeah. Oh, killing me. <laughs> killing me. So, so for those who don't watch The Americans, uh, Kelly's character, Pastor Tim, um, not a should have died two seasons. Should have died. Should have died. <laughs> like that lyric from Rent. Reason says I should have died five, three years ago. That's, That's right. what should have happened to this guy. Um, because he is the family pastor for a family of Russian spies who consistently Soviet spies, Soviet spies not just Russian spies, Soviet right. spies who have consistently garroted, poisoned, stabbed, and kidnapped <laughs> everyone. I believe it's fair at this point to call it a rampage. It's a rampage. Sure. It's a slow motion rampage. A killing spree. And the teenage daughter, Paige, once she learns her parents' uh, true identities, of course, confi- confides in the one person she thinks she can, she can trust, who is her pastor. The hell was she thinking? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> understands. And so at that point, and there's even an episode called Pastor Tim, which is which is Elizabeth, um, uh, Carrie Russell's character. And, and by the way, Carrie Russell and, and Matthew Rees and everybody involved in the show. And I think yeah. I, I think this is true of both of these shows where you, you have a, a recurring or featured role. The casting is incredible just incredible you have frank langella yeah i know and margo martindale and margo martindale yeah yeah. and you've got and you've got um paul giamatti and like david lewis david strathairn yeah it's amazing astonishing so so incredible incredible teams to work with but (laughs) your character is faced with knowing this secret that is likely to get him killed and yet it hasn't and nobody can quite (laughs) understand why um, so I know you can't tell us anything, but it's I, the live tweeting. That's why they it's, keep it's, you around. It's keeping it's the live tweeting. That's right. I made them laugh a couple times. So like, yes. keep this guy. Well, let's keep him around. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, we we really hope that you make it all the way through to the very Thank end. Um, and you. that leaves us with uh, recommendations. And we'll we'll we Kelly G and I will go around Kelly to give you a chance to think of something that you would recommend. It can be anything cultural artifact. Uh, piece of piece of geeky gear. I will recommend since okay. we were talking about it before the show, um, and since you are doing more and more of these Skype based interviews, I will recommend the microphone that I use, which is the Audio Technica ATR twenty one hundred. This is the current model of what I have, which is the the twenty twenty or twenty fifth twenty oh five USB um, Audio Technica makes, makes it. It's a great, and you sound very very rich and sexy. I have thank to you, say. thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's it's the vocal equivalent of rich Corinthian leather. Um, <laughs> it the, is indeed. The this is Audio Technica's. Um, it's the USB version of their regular sort of uh, entry level XLR cardio uh, dynamic mic, and really for something around sixty or seventy bucks, you cannot get a better microphone. For, for intro podcasting. Really, really lovely quality. So I will recommend that. Kelly G, your pick of the week. 
Okay. Um, since you're doing sort of a, a gear breakdown with yours, I'm going to talk about my microphone really quick. I have a blue audio. Um, it's the, uh, I think it's the 110. It's an XLR microphone. I have that that plugs into an audio interface. And then the audio interface plugs into my computer over USB. It's a Steinberg interface. Um, so that's what I use in order to, to talk to you guys. And then I just have um, whatever headphones are sitting on my desk at the moment to monitor <laughs> with. Um, but I will tell you for people who, who are interested um, that if you don't have the space or the logistics, like I tell people this a lot, so if this sounds a little pat, I apologize. But um, if you don't have the space to set up and install a microphone that sits on your desk all the time or you don't have a place to store it and then get it out of the drawer every time you want to, um, gaming headsets are a really good way to get that kind of all in one piece because you get the headphones and you get a microphone. Uh, they usually work over USB and you don't have to do a lot to configure any of that or anything like that. Um, when I first started podcasting, I had a Logitech USB headset that cost me about 35 or $40. And I used that for a really long time. And, um, and I actually, oddly enough, got compliments on the, the sound. Like every time you do a podcast, Kelly, you sound great. What is your, you know, what is your gear? I use a $40 headset I found on Amazon, you know, um, that's amazing. Because here's the thing that I think people, uh, you can get lost in the weeds of this, like any, like any sort of hobby, um, you can spend as much money as you want to, or as much money as you have or whatever, um, on the gear that you have or want. But if your if your show isn't interesting, then nobody cares. So, you know, nobody sits around and goes, yeah, I listened to this podcast about paint drying. It's amazing. Like you can hear the audio quality. Like, why, nobody... why did you tell them that's what we're recording? You, we, we've talked about this, Kelly. We weren't going to tease it on the show. No, like nobody listens to that. Sh nobody listen continues to listen to that show for audio quality. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, make sure you're talking about something you care about and people will cut you a lot of slack. As Mike can attest, people used to come up to us on a regular basis on the old show and say, you know, I love your show, but like you guys have to do something about the audio quality. And True. we tried and we did everything in our power to make it better. But, um, you know, but people still tuned in because we were interesting. And so that's the thing that I, I want to impress upon people. Um, they, my were, pick, they, were, they were oral masochists, most of our fans on the old show. <laughs> you know, they you know, were. You know how people like Again, to do the, the – All the, these titles that sound dirty. The, the <laughs> a, What is it now? The ASD, ASMR or ADMS or whatever. Like the YouTube videos of people crackling paper and scratching things that are supposed to be relaxing. You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, no, I know what you – It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Anyway. Yeah. We, I'm just trying to think of what those are called, and I don't remember. A-A-A-S-D-R, -A 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 I think, is the, is the acronym. But, but our fans on the, on, on the, on the Tua Talk cast, they were the opposite of those people. They weren't soothed by, like, little soft, crinkly people whispering. <laughs> and crinkly sounds. They were soothed by the equivalent of having uh, six-inch roofing nails jammed in their ears. AM radio for <laughs> an hour <laughs> and a half. 1973 AM radio. That's exactly what it was. Talk to you. God yeah. love it. And you know why? Because sometimes it sounded like one of us went under a bridge and you couldn't hear us for 15 <laughs> minutes at a time. All right. Your pick, madame. Uh, my pick this week is going to be, and this is going to sound like a weird pick, but let me get to the end. Um, it's the library. Uh, your library, oh, wherever you I'm are, and I'll tell you why. For a couple of reasons. Number one, a lot of libraries are very up on current technology so you can check out ebooks from the library you can read them on your kindle or the kindle app on your devices 
And that's one thing that, that I love about my library because one thing I'm really great at is going and picking out books and then reading books. And one thing I'm really terrible at is returning books. <laughs> so, so with the Kindle... So you become like, a Seinfeld episode. A little bit, yeah. It's like an episode of Hoarders every time I actually physically go to the library and come back. Um, the great thing about the eBooks is that then they sort of get returned automatically. You can renew the checkout or whatever. Lots and lots of books are available also in audio format. So if you're a person who likes to listen to books, you do a lot of driving maybe or commuting where you have a long time to listen to something, you can listen to a book instead. Um, they will, they also offer, um, comic books. You can get a fair number of comic books, single issues or graphic novels. They do a lot of trades hmm. at my library anyway. Um, so you can check those out digitally as well and devour them. And then if it's something that you like, go down to your comic book store and buy it. But it's a nice way to sort of try things out on spec where, um, you know, a lot of trades uh, are shrink wrapped these days that, that I have found. Like I find whenever I buy stuff, it always ends up being wrapped in plastic. Hmm. So this gives you the opportunity to sort of crack that open and look through it and see if it's your jam. And if it is like, you know, go add it to your box at the at the comic book store or whatever. Um you can check out movies this way. Um, some places have even online services where you can check out a movie and then, you know, it gets returned automatically. Um, a lot of them also have learning. Like I know the Seattle public library system, um, has a subscription to Safari O'Reilly's Safari bookshelf That's as great. part of your library card. Um, mine has a subscription to lynda.com. So I have all the lynda.com learning I can stand just by having a library card. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity there that I think not everybody is necessarily aware of. It's not just a place where you go walk in, maybe use the internet or check out some books and then leave again. Like you can do a lot with your library without even ever having to leave the house or without ever having to go to the library. So if you dig the library, but it's not very convenient, like there's apps you can install, at least for my library, there's apps you can install for reading magazines that where libraries have magazine subscriptions um, cause that's another thing I'm really bad at is making sure I'm up to date on everything. So like I have this six inch stack of Rolling Stone magazines that I still haven't ever broken <laughs> open. Um, I don't have to do that anymore. I can subscribe and then the library sends me an email and says, Hey, the new issue of Rolling Stone is available. And then I can sit down and read it whenever I want. And somehow that's made me read more Rolling Stone reporting, which, you know, more information is never a bad thing. So um, that's my pick is the library because it's really easy to get a library card. You basically just have to live somewhere and then go there and say, here's you know proof I live here. Let me have a library card. And then you can do all this other stuff online. Like most libraries that do ebook checkouts um, have a Kindle option. So if you're a Kindle reader, if you have a Kindle or Kindle Fire or whatever and you do that already, you can do this and it's super easy. And then you don't have to worry about returning it later and overdue fees and all that. So. Nice. That's my pick. That's a great pick. Nice. The library. So we've we've gone from the the very specific to the very general, and now Kelly <laughs> Kelly A, what is your pick of the week or the fourth? Well, I have a question first because you brought up uh, the mic. So yeah, I am working on. A, I have headphones. I have Bose headphones, and uh, uh -huh. just the sort of phone jack thing. How has the uh -huh. audio been from your perspective? I'm guessing not great. It's been fine. It's been it's fine. It's been fine. I mean, it's been a little, a little dynamically up and down, just Not, because. Right. Because you guys are going to sound rich and mellifluous, and I'm going to sound a little. <laughs> you right. will sound fine. Like, you will okay. sound I'm sure you fine. sound fine. Because I'm actually going to get the uh, mic. I think that you you mentioned. So my choice, though, would be a book. Um, 
John Fine, F-I-N-E, J-O-N-F-I-N-E, a book called Your Band Sucks. <laughs> and it's a book. He, I went to college with this guy in, um, in, um, uh, at Oberlin in the 90s. And he, um, he had a band in the 90s called Bitch Magnet. And it was definitely in this, like, there was a specific, that. you know that band? Yeah. It was very specific culture in the '90s. It doesn't really exist anymore. The, these, the uh, an indie, like the, a true indie rock kind of um, kind of vibe um, that that that's you know that just doesn't really exist anymore. Um, and it's it's a story about bands that he loved. It's a story about hi, the, him touring on shoestring budgets and vans. It's a, it's a it's a story about obsession with your art and your music. Um, that totally jibed with my obsession with acting. And I remember writing to him and it was one of the reasons why we, we reconnected. I read his book and I was like, Hey John, he's like, Hey Kelly. And I was like, I, my specifics are different, but I spent most of my life thinking I could be an actor with no real, uh, evidence that backed that up. <laughs> now, I, and I, I had, in terms of financial gain, I, I definitely was acting in theater, uh, but there were there were times when I realized I could really do better if I didn't do this. It wasn't until my mid forties that um, that I started doing TV, and that changed things. And I was like, you know, goddamn, I'm not. There's nothing else I want to do. There's nothing else I'm gonna do. And it jibed with this this story he related. Um, he's a wonderful writer. It's fascinating stories, um, and I highly recommend it. John Fine's "Your Band Sucks." That's mine. That's a great right. pick, and yeah. and we we came up with three very very different recommendations. You all have to go out and buy them immediately, or in yes. case if you can't if you go and make a, a cash offer on your public library, you need to uh, take a photo, uh, including <laughs> including the oversized novelty check. I and, expect a novelty check, people. And let us know. Um, it's the least you can do. It, literally <laughs> the least you can do, since you're actually paying for the library. Um, we we can I also to... say that, Kelly, you have the best laugh on all of radio. She really does. <laughs> really. And, and it's you. so difficult to get her to do it, too, which makes it all the more, all the more enjoyable. That's um, one thing, not to name drop, but that's a thing that I always get back on Mac Break Weekly is that people, I get a lot of people who say, you should have Kelly on more and you should make her laugh more. But I, think, <laughs> I think one of them was, um, uh, where do I find the podcast where Andy Anatko makes Kelly laugh uncontrollably for an hour? <laughs> I think that was one of them. Siri, give me a podcast with Kelly Grimont <laughs> laughing. <laughs> that's that's another YouTube relaxation video technique. It's just you. It's a loop. I, I, Another thing we have in common, we're not just Kellys, we're not just Portland fans, uh, Blazer fans, we're not just from Portland, we also have French last names. That's That's true. I I hadn't even thought of that. C'est bon. Um, Hashtag Kelly French last name. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now we have yet another option for the show title. Now it's a thing. Uh, I I think that um, the the, uh, Kelly, the, the Kelly G you you've always heard the expression you know don't don't get involved with men who say you're 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 pretty when you're angry um but like it's okay if they say you're gorgeous when you're laughing because then they will <laughs> they will try to make you laugh as opposed to making you angry because they like the way you look when you're angry um 
That's that's something my wife taught me many years ago. Uh, and for the record, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. In no, but yeah, no. Nice, yes. nice. Don't make me angry. Um, we are. This is the supersize edition of the after show. Thank you guys for sticking <laughs> with us. Um, we are going to check in with. Well, we'll be back in a couple weeks, I hope. And in the meantime, first of all, Kelly A, where can people find you online? Uh, at Kelly O'Coin 77, K E L O Y A U C O I N 77. And then and is... Instagram as well. Uh, that's Twitter and fa- uh, Instagram. And then on Facebook, just my name. Excellent. And of course the, the season, I think the season of billions is wrapping up in the next Close. Couple, couple, a couple weeks. Couple more seasons. Yeah. Or yeah, a couple, couple more episodes. Excuse me. Yeah. A couple more, <laughs> couple more, we should only hope a couple <laughs> more seasons. There's a whole season in every episode. It's so good. <laughs> so billions on Showtime and of course the Americans on FX. Thank you so, so much for making the time on this Saturday afternoon. We were thrilled to have you and our inaugural guest. So exciting. Yeah. So excited. Um, we kept threatening to have guests and, and we keep like, meaning to do it and then it never happens and then this is another one of those moments where i shot my mouth off on twitter and it turned into an actual thing and i couldn't be more pleased i forced you guys on facebook i appreciate you not thinking <laughs> i was just being a dick thank you no it was awesome you called yes, our bluff. i want to be on the show and we're like Yay! you called yeah, her, you called like, our bluff you called her exactly bluff. that's that's basically what it comes down to is like they keep saying they're gonna do this no no you know what damn it they're gonna do it now and sure they're enough, gonna Life lessons, listeners. Life lessons. <laughs> well, last time I shot my mouth off on Twitter, I ended up with another a whole other podcast. So. <laughs> and speaking um, of which, Kelly G, where can people find you? Uh, throw a rack at iTunes. It no, um, you should just do that anyway because iTunes. But um, that's a story for another day. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, you can find me on a re- on recent episodes of MacBreak Weekly over on the twit network uh i've done a couple episodes of the material podcast with andy and atco you can usually find me on wednesdays on the mac observer daily observations podcast um i keep threatening to do this but don melton and i are going to do a westworld rewatch podcast to kill time until season two shows up so you can find that um over on the incomparable network and you can find mike and i um where i continue to take him to blazer school uh, right here on this show on a regular basis um Blazer. and yes and uh last but by no means least you can find me on twitter as verso and you can find me on twitter at mike t rose uh you can find us both here at the after show at the after skew uh oh, <laughs> kelly says there's one more thing we didn't say hi to anybody but kelly well go ahead and say <laughs> hi to people quickly we got to get okay. them in there Hi, Brittany. Hi, Cincy Golf Girl. Hi, Info Driveway. Hi, Chris Fuller. Um, now that you're a meme, which is the funniest thing still ever to me. Um, and hi, Kelly, because we usually say hi to you on this show. Hi, Javi. And um, I'm not sure who I missed. And if I, I, if I add, missed you in the meantime, I apologize. I'm going to add hi, Dave McGee. Uh, and uh, That's and, right. And uh, we're, we, as always, if you are a listener, you can, you can hit us up on Twitter at the underscore after show. Tell us why justify our lives tell us why we should record another show <laughs> and who we should talk to and if you have an idea for someone who should be on the show now that we've broken the ice and if that person is you and if that person is you uh let us know um we are we're here at the underscore after show the website is 
AfterShowPodcast.com. Uh, we are, as always, thrilled to be with you, and we will be with you again very soon. Thanks for listening. 